My wife lied and got an SDI test after a business trip. Am I the asshole for wanting to talk about it? How dare you? You know, I should be able to go on all the business trips I want. Yeah. Um, hey, there's a lot of handshaking go around. Listen, you and know. And in some cultures and countries, you know, you shake other parts. Exactly. I, I don't want to disrespect them. Yeah. You know, you think I'm going to upset the crowned prince of... Azerbaijan by not giving him a bloge. Come on. How do you think I'm going to secure the deal? Gosh dang it. This is business. This is business. I'm trying to provide for our family. Wow. Putting food on the table. And if that means soaking in the Sultan's semen, then I'll do it. <laughs> Gosh dang it. <laughs> okay, so throw away for reasons. My wife is a great person and we've always gotten along. We've been married for almost two years and we've been together for four and a half years. We are in a monogamous relationship and have both had several partners prior to our relationship. Every year, my wife goes on a long business trip, typically about two months. That is a long business trip. Oh, you can do a lot of business. You can do a lot of business time. there. I'm, I'm oh, sure yeah. she's doing a ton of business. Closing a lot of deals. During this time, communication over phone and email can be difficult, a contingent upon the technological issues where she works. She really enjoys her work during the business trips and usually comes back feeling fulfilled and excited about life. Well, uh, something's getting filled. Yeah, she's full of some fill. Oh, goodness. Normally, when she comes home, she takes a day two of rest and overcomes the jet lag. It's 28 hour travel time and a 21 hour time difference. Maybe she is going to the Sultan. The following <laughs> days, we tend to spend lots of time together, sex, dates, cuddling, catching up, etc. because she's been gone so long. This year, she came home as her same excited self after having had a great trip. In fact, she seemed so excited that she wanted to work on some projects, but would need to get some material from the store. About three hours after picking her up from the airport, she says she wants to go shopping for a craft project and she will likely spend several hours out shopping. She really emphasizes how much time she'll need to go shopping. Mm. Many hours. A little suspicious. Shopping for what? I think this is a little weird considering that she just came back from a 28 hour flight, hasn't slept, and she's usually not the type to spend more than an hour or two shopping. But whatever, it's fine. About five hours later, she comes home with a single bag of craft material. I register this as strange, but don't really think about it. I chalk it up to taking a lot of time to pick out her materials, carefully selecting them instead of bulk buying. Five hours for one tiny little bag of craft supplies? How much time you spend in at Michael's? What kind of crafts are we doing? Uh, and also, are, how much time are you spending with Michael? That's the bigger question. Mm -hmm. Over the next few days, she didn't really go through the jet lag phase and stayed distant. I thought that was a bit weird, but we ended up giving her space and just focused on school. About two weeks post-return, we still haven't had sex despite my advances and lightly prodding the issue. Getting a, I'm just feeling off and don't feel like it kind of vibe. I find that strange since she usually is like a three to four times a week kind of person. And we've been exploring some new kinks prior to her trip, which we had talked about kindling once she returned. The first few times she doesn't reciprocate sexy time advances. I don't think anything of it. We've always had this very open no policy and are attentive to one another's needs. 
time, tired, not feeling it, need it now. But then after two weeks, the combination of her distance and no sex feels really off. Which, I mean, like if something suddenly changes about your relationship, once someone comes back from a business trip, I feel like it's a two month business trip, two month business. That's trip. That's a lot of time to get filled. That it is in on business meetings. Over the weekend, she went to meet up with her girlfriends for a day out. During that time, I snoop on her computer. Uh-oh, OP. Oh, boy. If that bothers you, stop reading now. Yeah. We've always been extremely open with our phones and social media. We both know our phone passwords, computer passwords. She knows my Facebook, etc. While she was out with her friend, I looked on her computer. She left her work and personal email, Reddit, and Facebook open and logged in. So I looked. Nothing out of the ordinary. I looked in the recycle bin and found that she had taken some self nudes with her phone, sent them to her email, downloaded them, then delete them, hence the recycling bin. I thought that was odd. Normally we would send nudes to each other, not put them on our computers. Maybe she really liked them. She did look hot and decided to keep them. This has my gears turning because she has been really disinterested in sex since returning, but is taking selfies in the nude wearing lingerie. Hmm. I looked at the metadata on the picture nerd and confirmed it was taken recently and it was downloaded from gmail Uh oh i went and looked at her gmail op is freaking sleuth he really is catfish over here nothing terribly odd here but anything before three days after returning home had been deleted from her inbox then deleted from the trash folder slash not archived E.g. if she came home on the first, everything before the fourth was deleted. However, in her trash bin was a confirmation of an appointment for a health clinic in an adjacent city. It had a link with a user ID to log into the patient portal if you needed to change your appointment. I logged in with her ID and her common passwords, which I already knew from us sharing. <sighs> God. The portal is mostly empty, but showed that she had scheduled and kept an appointment the same afternoon that she got home from her trip. The portal allows you to request records records from the visits, so I did. They were delivered to the portal about 30 minutes later. She had gone for an STD testing five hours after coming home from an eight-week business trip. And there is an update. Suddenly, uh, not wanting to get it on uh, makes a little sense. You know, you don't you, you don't want to leave the trail where it can be found. <laughs> yeah. You ready for the update? Oh, uh, let's let's do it. Let's go. The secrecy of the whole thing really bothers me. Any ideas on how to approach the topic with my wife or other possible explanations? And another update. I just confronted her about the secret STD test. She admitted to cheating on her trip. Oh. She only said once, but ever Evidence suggests at least more than twice. She did three times in one trip confirmed digging into it now oh man typical it was one time thing responses it was your fault responses confirmed at least three dudes during her last trip likely systemic serial cheater since we've been together refuses to admit anything outside of the business trip even though she had a carbon copy behavior two years ago refuses to be honest claims she wasn't going to meet anyone on her current solo camping trip i know otherwise i keep catching her in lies filing papers papers meow it's at least four now <laughs> one on her first trip two years ago hence the std test then mutual friend knew about it kept it secret oh mutual God, friend should why? not be your friend anymore come on this is days slash a week after we got engaged oh op dude and that's the end of it yeah op i'm sorry man. wow wow that is yikes, awful dude yikes yikes <sighs> 
it's pretty obvious. I think that OP's significant other was the a-hole here, right? And cheating yeah. and lying. Is OP the a-hole for snooping really, really deep using her passwords, all of that stuff? I want to know what you all think in the comments, but I mean, like, yeah, definitely right? a little I, bit. But like, I wouldn't want OP to be staying in a, like a relationship for like multiple years after because like it sounds like she never would have told the truth. Yeah, I am ultimately very glad that he did it because he should not be subjected to the, you know, being cheated on all this stuff uh, and being like staying in this relationship without knowing. I guess the one thing he maybe could have done different was like, oh, hey, I know that like something feels off. I just wanted to like sit down and check in with you and you know give her yeah. a chance at, at least more of a chance you know but i ultimately don't blame him because like people who cheat and compulsively lie like they might just cover it up for eternity yeah. and you know you would never know the why yeah so. i guess like yes it's wrong yeah but i don't necessarily blame op there's many cases where i think it's reason to like if there's no other way to know and you yeah. want to yeah it's kind of a Rock and Sorry, a hard place. OP. This one's rough. It's true. Stay strong, brother. Stay strong. All right. See you soon. My fiance's family hates me and might want to kick me out of the family. All I did was invite my sister-in-law to the wedding. Am I the a-hole? How dare you invite anyone to the wedding? You think you can invite family? No, you can't invite anyone. So I, female 25, am engaged to my fiance, male 32. We've been dating for four years before getting engaged last year. We've always gotten along well with each other's families and celebrated holidays together. Both of our families were happy when we announced our engagement. I recently found out that my fiance actually has a 15 year old sister. Let's call her Anne. How do you recently find that out about your fiance? You know, you don't know that they have siblings. You always hear that like long lost sibling. I've never known of an actual long lost sibling. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's, that's part of the lore who I never met despite her living at her parents and me visiting often. That's weird. That's okay, this weird. just got like 10 times yeah. more weird and confusing. When I asked about her during a family dinner, they glared at me coldly and said that I shouldn't mention her and that I should just forget about her. All right, I'm guessing it's his kid. Ooh, that's my guess. You, you guys guess right now, but wow. I'm guessing it's his kid. That's a very good guess, I think. The intense response kind of shocked me, so I dropped the subject, but I wanted to talk about it with my fiance after we got home. He brushed it off and said Anne doesn't want to be part of the family, so she's not allowed to join any family events or gatherings until she decides to talk to them. What? So she's like being shunned? I don't get it. Maybe because I'm generally a curious person, but something just felt off. Even at my fiance's parents' home, there are pictures of their children everywhere, but there's not a single picture of Anne. It's so weird. Yeah, this is just... It's like Anne from Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, egg. 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 <laughs> a few days ago, I contacted Anne saying I'd love to get to know my future sister-in-law. Which is a normal thing to do. The most normal thing, I would say. We met up in a cafe and she is such a sweet girl, but it turned out that she's mute. She can hear, but just can't talk. Oh, now I'm like, they just suck. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Her parents got it into their heads that she's able to talk, but chooses not to because there's no way a child of them would have a disability. Yikes. Yep. They suck. They oh, suck. God. So they excluded Anne from the family until she talks. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, you're blind. Um, How about you learn to fucking see reason or you're not part of this family? What am I supposed to do? My eyeballs don't work. 
we talked, I talked, and then she wrote, I don't know sign language, and I feel really sorry for her. I invited her to my wedding, telling her that I would love to see her there. When I later told this during a family dinner with my fiance's family, they blew up. Of course they did, because they fucking suck. Telling me how dare I talk to Anne and to revoke my invitation, because if Anne doesn't want to talk to oh them, my God. she doesn't deserve to be part of the family and should be allowed to She's join his family mute. events. I hate all of you so much. They told me I shouldn't stick my nose in their family's business. My fiance sided with his parents, telling me to just forget oh Anne my exists. God. Please, please divorce this guy before it goes any further. Now this, all right, let's this throw a divorce, divorce chant because this is divorce worthy. This is worth it. Um, but if you have a kid that's mute, yeah, your husband's probably going to treat the kid the same way or any kind of disability, exactly. you know, for the fans. Can we give him one divorce chant? Divorce, divorce, divorce. divorce. Woo. That felt good. And he said to apologize to his parents. This angered me because I thought my fiance would have my back. And I yelled at them that I wasn't going to uninvite her, that she deserves to be treated better, which she does. Facts. My God, like a, like a human being. Because she is one. Since then, my family has been constantly telling me that I'm behaving like a child and throwing a tantrum and to apologize to his family for my behavior. But I just can't accept the way Anne is treated. It also made me worry if we end up having children. That's what we were saying. That's what yep. we said. We said that we called it. Would my fiance treat our child the same if they ended up having a disability of some kind? Good question. Some of my friends are also saying that I should just let it go and not overreact so much that every f this is an underreaction. Who are these families and who are these friends? Delete them. That every family does things their own way. So I should just apologize and do as they tell me to prevent my relationship from suffering. See, I wish all of these other people were also mute. Am I the a-hole for inviting into my wedding after having learned how my fiance and his family think about her? Not at all. They are Not terrible. At all. These friends, this family, so bad. So, so bad. bad. They don't know how to parent. These friends, they're not good friends. Like all around, everyone is terrible. OP, you are doing the right thing. 100% in the right. There is an update. Okay. Let's get into it. I wanted to reply to everyone in the thread I made, but by the time I woke up, it had already been locked. Because of the word limit, I wasn't able to write clearly, and I'm sorry for that. I'm writing this to clarify a few things and give an update. About calling child services. I don't live in America or Europe, and where I live, child services isn't really great or reliable. I worry that if they get involved, it will end up being worse for Anne. Right. A lot of people made the assumption that Anne is locked up. That is not the case. She can go outside when she wants, has a phone, has a laptop, and internet access. She even has a part-time job. It is just that her family doesn't involve her with anything and they ignore her presence. Anne said to me that she tried to have a connection but gave up and is now just waiting until she can move out. Whenever I visit their home, it was only for a few hours at a time and I just never had any reason to go upstairs. Until the bathroom at the ground floor was broken and I had to use the one upstairs stairs. After I learned about her, I contacted her through social media. For information on her being mute, she said it was a birth defect that caused her to be physically unable to make sounds. Apparently, this is what the doctor told her parents when she was young, but they choose not to believe it. Wait, so the doctor actually gave some doctor advice and the parents aren't literally coming from a, a doctor. Oh my God. And the parents are like, no. 
Now on to the update. Yesterday, I tried to have a serious talk with my fiance, but it resulted in another big fight and I decided to break off the engagement. First good thing I've heard this whole story. For real. And I guess uh, OP trying to reach out to Ada. Yeah. That was guilty. Cool After having read all the replies, I finally started noticing the patterns and red flags in his behavior. And I feel stupid for not having seen them earlier. I said to him that if he ever wants a chance with me again, he needs to fix his and his family's behavior and start treating Anne better. I also said to him that if Anne is such a burden to them to send her to my place instead. Wow. OP, you are a real one. I don't know what will come of that, but I put the offer out there and I will send Anne this message as well. I'm now sending text messages to Anne a lot, so I will try to keep in contact at least. Final update. People have been asking me for an update. Things have been busy, but I talked a lot with Anne this past week. Unfortunately, the situation hasn't gotten worse for her, but it also hasn't improved. We've been talking about getting her to live with me, but because she's a minor, just letting her stay with me could cause problems for parents to side despite me and report me because it could be seen as kidnapping, like I'm removing a minor from their legal guardian supervisionship. We'd been looking at options to remove that problem and adoption came up. So I've been looking into that approach. At first, I looked into just signing over custody to me, but apparently that's very difficult when I'm not family and often only temporary. Because Anne wants it, I want it and her parents would rather see her gone anyway. I sent them an email about it and I think they agreed so quickly because then they wouldn't have any responsibility for Anne anymore. Legally, there's a lot to do to make it official and it'll take a few months or longer, but because I have this in writing now, Anne will be moving in with me in June. It will be a bit hard at first because I don't have a say in anything until the adoption is actually done, if it actually succeeds. So I can't register at a different school or different hospital, but we'll make it work somehow. In the meantime, I'm trying to learn sign language so we can communicate better. So hopefully that will go well too. For my ex-fiance, I haven't talked to him since we broke off our engagement. He has sent me a lot of text messages about how unfair I'm treating him. Uh, how about how unfair you and your whole family treated your own freaking sister? Yeah, for like my her God. whole life. And all that just because of someone I barely know. But I've been ignoring the texts, though for some reason my brain keeps trying to make excuses for him and to excuse his behavior. I'm feeling sad and a bit lost now that our relationship ended because I really thought I had found the one for me, but I guess he wasn't after all. I think it'll take a bit of time for me to really process these feelings. I guess it kind of feels like betrayal. It is a strange feeling. I feel wow. like OP did the right thing. OP Ha a, a million percent did the right thing. Like Opie at the end of the day, didn't have to, you know, go for adoption and try to take Anne in. So that was, you know, which obviously that's a great move, but wasn't, I think, obligated to do no, that. No, but like a saint for doing that. Absolute saint. Um, OP, you should not feel guilty at all because you've really, you've really helped a life here. here. Like in a big way. And I think told off a family that really deserves it. Yeah. All right, let's get into the next one. Let's do it. 